0: The Horrible Effects of Police Brutality by August Steele According to the lawdictionary.org, police brutality is the use of excessive and or unnecessary force by police when dealing with civilians. The controversy surrounding police brutality isn't a new idea. It even dates back to the 1800s. When trying to find out if police brutality incidents have been rising over the years, I found a credible source, criminaljusticeprograms.com. This side talked about a report done in 2014 by the FBI. This report stated that violent crime among citizens was down, but civilians being killed by the police had risen. The 1.16 million incidents of violent crime in 2013 was the lowest in any reported year since 1978. That same year, incidents of civilians being killed by police numbered a report range of 461 to 1,700. After finding out if police brutality has been rising over the years, I wanted to find out if these incidents differ on the color of your skin as well as if more people of color are affected. I journeyed over to a site called TheAtlantic.com. This site explained that of the 1,146 and 1,092 victims of police violence in 2015 and 2016 respectively, the authors found 52% were white, 26% were black, and 17% were Hispanic. Together, these individuals lost 57,375 years to police violence in 2015, and 54,754 to police violence in 2016. Young people and people of color were disproportionately affected. 52% of all the years of life lost were lost by non-white, non-Hispanic ethnic groups. Whites also tended to be killed by police at older ages than African Americans and Hispanics, though this is partly because in the general population, whites are older on average than the other groups. In my opinion, police brutality is a horrible thing and needs to end, as well as false accusations. Our police need to be people we can trust to get the right guy and not these excessive measures to do so unless they're sure it's the right guy. I'm not completely against everything that the police do. I think they save lives and are great, but not when they get the wrong man. I was really touched after hearing a story about police brutality which was told by a young girl named Liz. Liz was five years old when her father was out drinking and didn't return. This continued to worry her greatly to the point of where she could not sleep. Her mom comforted her and her brother and brought them downstairs to the neighbors and then continued to go out and look for her. When the mom found the father of Liz and and her brother, he was outside of a bar drunk, laying down. She was trying to be a responsible and smart wife and would not let him drive away as because he insisted to. Nothing worked, so then she thought of maybe getting the police to try and convince him to hand over the keys. When a white cop by the name of Christopher Lemons came over to help, Liz's mom realized that she had just made a big mistake. She was responsible and aware to keep Liz's father off the streets for his safety and other people on the road's safety. The officers did not see it like that. They saw him as a monster, a criminal, someone they had to attack. Christopher took things into his own hands. He started to use racial slurs to refer to him. Christopher called him a spick and started to beat him up with a handbar. After they got tired beating him, they put a gun to his head and told him, as quote, maybe sensitive to some, we are going to kill you, motherfucker. You're fucking spick. You don't deserve to live. To live. After all this happened, Liz saw her father covered in white bandages. She didn't recognize him. She had never seen her father in such a bad shape. This made her feel horrible. She didn't understand what happened, but this changed her life forever. She would never forget the name Christopher Lemons. There was nothing that Liz could have done to help her father. She was put through so much pain, she even had to go to school with Christopher's kid. After that, she was then referred to as the girl whose father was beat up by a cop. After seeing how some families can be affected by police brutality, I wanted to see if racial discrimination plays a part in this problem. I went to WSU.edu to find out how public perceptions of racism and discrimination, and if it is still around. I found that racism, prejudice, and discrimination is still alive and well in a nation where we love to forget about it. Unfortunately for them, it is perpetuated every day from media outlets portraying stereotypes of minorities to our court system, where minorities face discrimination at nearly every level of the court process, including the prosecutor's decision whether to charge and the sentence issued by the judge. So after finding out that police brutality is the use of excessive and or unnecessary force by people when dealing with civilians and that it affects not only the individuals but whole families, I think we need to work a lot greater to ensure that there won't be excessive measures to simple problems. We as people, not including the police, need to not retaliate and abide to the law so that there's no reason for the police to interact. For the solution of racism and discrimination, we need to think of everyone as equal and accept that we are not the same on the outside, but we are on the end.